Welcome to the Exit Strategy, your no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Hello, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stevenson with New Direction Family Law, and I'm Sarah Hink, Elizabeth's law partner, and we are so happy to be here with you today. We are. We got an interesting topic, I think. Yeah, and very relevant to many of our listeners, I'm sure. Right. Given the climate that people can easily move, move. around in our country and the desire to do so, especially now with like working work from, from home. home. Exactly. Yeah. So the topic today is relocation as it pertains to, to custody. Right. So. Just a general overview, Sarah. What would you say about that? Well, of course, it depends. Like, I start with so many things, you know. <laughs> it depends. Uh, if you don't have a court order and there's nothing in place, then there's nothing really preventing you from moving. Nothing but legally preventing nothing you. Nothing legally preventing you from moving. But if you have another spouse, this person that's been in the picture, there's going to be problems if you pick up and move without an agreement in place. or Correct. any. I mean, there's just a lot that can go wrong. And in the eyes of a court, a parent that moves kids out of state without the agreement of the other participating parent, you're not going to look good. No. Judge is going to not be happy with you. Yeah. So what are some reasons that the court would say, okay, you can move? Well, let's start with you haven't already done so. Hey, we're right, 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 right. And I will make a little caveat. Whenever <clears throat> there's domestic violence, then you pick up a move and you go live with your mom because you're... Right, you know, husband right. or wife hit you or was violent to you and you were scared, then that's a different circumstance. Right, 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 right. There is, you know, laws that protect you in that realm. Right. But let's say I just, I want to, I want to pick up and move because I met someone and they live in Georgia, let's say. Is well, that a reason to move? It's not a really good one <laughs> in and of itself. And the court does look at certain factors. Right. They look at the advantages of the relocation in right. terms of capacity to improve the child's life. So... Is this move to Georgia going to be beneficial? Are you moving to an area that has really great schools and you currently right, live in right. that has bad schools? Are, are there other family members there? Right. Are you moving? Do you have support? I mean, and other things you can look at, like crime, in a case, crime statistic. You know, they pulled them up and said, well, this is certainly not an advantage for this child to, to move here. The schools are better. The culture is better. You know, there's art museums and zoos and all that kind of stuff. So, it's not just about my family's there. You've got to have another reason yeah. to do that. And they do look at the, the reasons why the parent wants to move. A boyfriend's not good enough. Correct. You know, okay, well, right now I only make 50000 I don't receive any spousal support. I have the opportunity to move and make 150000 Right. Which would be beneficial to me and my children. Well, Which, that's different. Exactly. But you still should not pick up and move. So if somebody mm -hmm. comes in and says, this is what I want to do, should, let's say, let's recouch it, should I? What would you say? Well, if you have a separation agreement, then you look at the terms of it and see if it covers what you should do in this scenario. A lot of times separation agreements will require parties to mediate before they go file in court. Right. So, you know, let's talk about it. What what does this look like? What are you asking the custody schedule to be? Is it realistic, this custody schedule that you're asking for it to be once you move? Because it's going to frustrate it. And if it does frustrate right. it, then you should not move if there's something in place already. Right. And I, and I sort of think that even... Let's say a lot of times I'll say if you're moving 50 miles, let's say, mm -hmm. and that in the week on, week off can't work because I can't get them to school in the morning because I have to get up at five o'clock. So it's not just. Yeah, it's you got to be realistic about what it's going to look like. Right. And so not, it's not just about moving out of state. It could be moving out of county. It could still 
frustrate in terms of what you've agreed yeah. to or the order. And sure. you got to slow the process down. You got to, you know, think about your children and what's best for them and make sure that you're not doing this selfishly for whatever reasons if you're the one thinking about moving. Correct. And sometimes there are good reasons to do that. And hopefully you two could work it out in some way. But if not, yeah. you're probably going to have to seek the court's assistance to do that. And say that we have all of these factors in your corner and the judge is considering letting you move. Maybe dad or mom or dad has problems with alcohol or they haven't been very present, but they still have a, some sort of custody time. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the likelihood that that custody is going to continue? Right. So if mom moves out of state and the judge is considering letting this happen and dad getting like once a month, well, is mom going to do anything to alienate that one of right. once a month right. visit? Because right. that, that matters. Right. So they, they want to consider, you know, the parent moving. Are they going to participate in this process? and follow the court order, or if they're just trying to get away. Because I, I know those scenarios where one parent already has a majority of custody, and they think because they have the majority, they right. can move, and that's not always the case. Right, and I've had a lot of times a court will, ma'am, or sir, you're welcome to move, but the child's going to stay here, and here's what the custody schedule is going to be. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> if you remain in Wake County, let's say, then then you're going to keep your 50-50. You know? So then it becomes the burden on the parent wanting to move, I'm going to lose my child if I do. Yeah, and I think that's fair. And it's happened to me. And when I've advised clients that if you move, it's going to be hard to keep the kids. And they didn't listen to me. And then they, the judge like tells them, right. well, you're going to have to come back if you want 50-50. Right. So let's say that one parent does pick the kids up and moves without the other parent's permission or the court order. What does the parent who remains, what are their options? Depending where they are in the situation, but there is... A, emergency custody mm -hmm. that exists and covers for this this certain scenario. Right. And it, it's looking at whether this person that moved out of state and took the kids or just left out of state, are they fleeing the jurisdiction? Right. You know, are they doing this to try to take the kids out of this jurisdiction beyond the reach of the court right. and without the permission of the other parent? If that's happening, go to an attorney. You can file as quick as possible, get that in front of a judge, and that judge can make a decision without a hearing. Without the on, other party knowing yeah. at that point. Yeah. So right. then you have an order from the court saying that the kids are to be returned to you. You have to serve the party. So it is frustrating if they move or they just leave and you don't know where they are. I mean, obviously, that's going to be a problem. problem. But you'll get a court order. They can get law enforcement involved mm -hmm. if necessary to find the kids because that is concerning when someone does that. Because it could be they did that for mental health issues of their own, like if they're making rash decisions like that. C correct and concerns yeah. for the children yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean think about i mean there are all sorts of things it's like you say every case is different i'm thinking about a case like mom got evicted or parent got evicted and so they have every other weekend visitation and tells the other parent you know oh well, for the weekend we're going to go to the beach right well my brian goes you don't have a place to live you have no job you're not one. My my concern is you're not going to the beach. You're going to take the child and yeah. take them somewhere. And where are you staying? And how are you going to provide for correct, them? Correct, correct. And you know who are you going to have around the children? <laughs> right. So there's lots of concerns there, and that's why this is put in place and and correct a statutory you know law and remedy we have to, right to go after these children when that happens. Right. So I would say unless it's a domestic violence situation, you definitely if you're considering moving out of state moving in such a way that it would frustrate the custody schedule that you have now you need to see an attorney before you do anything it's hard it's hard to get an order i tell them to you know realistically the judges don't like it right they're like you were here you had kids together here right. and you're co-parenting and you 
made the decision to have children That's with right. this person right. and live here, you cannot just move away and take them. Right. And just because you can make more money is not a reason that yeah. the judge is standing alone is going to let you move. Right. I won a case once allowing mom and to have the kids and move to Maryland. Oh my God, it was like the biggest one of my life. I was like, how did I do that? <laughs> do that. And because it wasn't, I honestly didn't think the judge would order in our favor because it's just so hard to get them to do that. Right. And that's a very good point that neither Sarah nor I, nobody knows what a judge is going to do. You can, they could do one thing one day on the, yeah. sort of the same similar facts mm-hmm. and you go in front of them the next day and you get exactly the opposite. Right. I don't let the judge know that I don't think I'm going to win. I always... <laughs> I go in there confident, confident, yes. exactly. Like I might not think we're gonna win, but I'm gonna go in there well, and I'm gonna damn well job. look like I think we're gonna Absolutely. win. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's our job is to advocate yeah. for our clients. So I it's mean, possible, but it's hard. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. a hard fight. So if you're gonna do it, you better absolutely be sure that you want to do it. Correct, and then you can get multi states and multiple states, states involved. involved. And you know, I've had cases where both parties move out of state, and it doesn't. They don't have an agreement. They have a court order from like Washington state per se. And one parent moves to Texas. The other one moves to North Carolina and they kind of like work it out. Then all of a sudden the parent in North Carolina doesn't want the kids to go over there. Right, someone right. has a problem. And then it's just one multi-state mess. And so then you got to go back to Washington. You got to start in Washington and work your way back. You might. But if everyone moves out of Washington. Then and then can, nobody has jurisdiction. You can file in North That's Carolina. Right. Um, That's right. I love those little jurisdiction problem cases. But I mean, just my brain, not the client doesn't like them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so let's say you do move out, you get a court order. If the parent who's moving, what do they do with that court order from North Carolina if they're moving to Georgia? Anything? That allows them? Yeah, yeah. Let's say the court said, yeah, you can move. Go ahead. Yeah, you should probably register it in Georgia. Which is just a, a form filled out to get it so you can enforce probably. it. Yeah, enforce it Talk in Georgia. Talk to a Georgia attorney. Attorney. Well, we have uniform law, so. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to contact an attorney. I would say once you get there, we put. Yeah, like but, we, we wouldn't register for you. Yeah, right, so things may be going good now, but w- what happens if something blows up, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to do something and probably contact an attorney in Georgia. Yeah, and also in cases where someone has moved out of state and you've kind of allowed that to happen. Right. And that could be any, I could say that, and that could be anywhere from, you know, two weeks they've been out of state or a month and they've been out of state and you knew they were going to take this long vacation to visit their family. Then you start having concerns about them returning Returning, and maybe they said they were going to return and now you don't think they're going to return. It's a race to the courthouse at that point because they could go and file in whatever state, even though they've only, only been there a month, that state might not have jurisdiction, but them filing there first is going to create a headache. Right. So right. because you're going to have to at least go up there and fight it and say, hey, judge, they don't live in this state. Right. They've been in North Carolina. Right. So if that's starting to happen, the quicker you act just to get something in place. And that happened to me once. I was like, well, let's just go. I pushed this client. I was like, you've got to file in North Carolina. And he did, thankfully, because she filed like the next day. Right. In right. some other state. And yeah. I think it's, I think your scenario was, they said they're going for an extended vacation. But let's say they, they're gone. I mean, gone a month. You know, a lot of times the court goes, um, ma'am, this is not an emergency because yeah, obviously you waited a month. So why did you wait so long? So, again, that emergency it, relief is gone, gone at that point. Right. So it, when if you think that something has happened, you need to pick up the phone and call an attorney, I would mm-hmm. say, sooner rather than later. Hey guys, it's Jen with New Direction Family Law. And if you've ever known a friend that's gone through some sort of a custody dispute, you can imagine how stressful it is. Or if you've gone through a custody dispute yourself, child custody disputes can be one of the most stressful and exhausting 
times of divorce for you and your children. You know your children best, and it's important that you know your legal rights and options and have a say in what's in the best interest of your children. At New Direction Family Law, we have over 30 years experience protecting the rights of our clients in child custody matters. We aggressively advocate, we support, and we educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. So if you're going through a child custody matter or you have a loved one that is, let us be strong for you so you can be strong for your children. Give us a call today at 919-719-3470 to schedule an initial consultation or reach out to us via our website at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. And people play that that vacation card. <laughs> I just need to get away for a little bit. Yeah. The next thing you know, the kids are enrolled in school. Oh. And you're like, what in the world happened? I didn't agree to this. I know. So... And the best advice is it's a complicated issue. Even if you're all in agreement, it still can be sort of complicated. And you you need an attorney involved, I think, if there's multi-state right. things going on. If you're in the process of negotiating a separation mm-hmm. agreement, consider the possibility that one person might want to move out of state. Right. And what you can go ahead and agree to and put in place in your separation agreement right. that will kind of solve some problems in the future or at least require certain things to happen before that person can move or go ahead and said that, hey, if anyone does move 30 miles away from right. where the kids are currently enrolled in school, they stay. then they stay here and right. they have to find a new custody schedule. Right. If y'all can't agree, then the court's going to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, whatever you can do to brainstorm be- beforehand Before, exactly. and plan for it will right. give you the opportunity to stay out of the court in the future. Yeah. Anything you can do to avoid that is a really good thing. Yes. 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 Jen, any questions from you? No. No, I don't have any kids. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. And I think a lot of people get to the point where, you know, they're separated, they're divorced, they're feeling great. They feel, you know, energized right, as an individual right. and they want to they want to move. They want a, a new life. They want to do something. And that is a little selfish because you do have kids with someone else. And right. that does not only, you know, hurting the, the other parent, but you're hurting your kids by removing them from access to this other parent that is giving them love. So. Well, especially if they've been on a joint like a 50-50 custody schedule. Right. That can be difficult. Or even like every other weekend. Just the reality of the world. Everybody's, everybody moves. If you're going to do it, you you have to put your children's interests first and figure out how to make yeah. it work. Or really like where you live when you have a kid, like <laughs> with someone. You know what I mean? Right. Or you move. Or well, let's say you did move. You got a new job and you go, this really sucks. I hate this. Yeah. But now you've uprooted your children, you know, and then, oh, well, then I got an offer in this day. So you were Think it yeah. through long term, I and think, is the best advice. It's sad when clients come and they're like, you know, I moved here for his job right. and I don't have any family, family or friends here. here and I were separated and I would love to move back with my family, family in Minnesota. And it's like, I I understand that feeling, but you did move here. And you laid and in it, the bed and you had yeah. a job with this man. You, so. you know, you, you plant, you put seeds. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Planted <laughs> Put it root. Put roots in the ground. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, you put roots I mean, in the ground. They just plant seeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the kids are enrolled in school here. Oh, they have friends. Oh yeah. Gosh, yeah. I had a case where dad was going to stay in Raleigh. Mom was going to move to the mountains, and the judge pretty much said that she thought it, the best case scenario would be the kids to move to the mountain town. Well, Boone. Okay. I'm not gonna. <laughs> not a town. It's a city. Anyways, the schools were better, those schools they would go to and like the opportunities. But she said, like, but the kids have friends here and I'm not going to take them away from that. Exactly. And that was like the final decision was based just on that, that the relationship that the children have. Right. Well, you also have to think about their age and their stage of development, too. You know, like really young kids that aren't in school yet. Easier. Maybe not such a big deal. But you've got middle schoolers and 
in high schoolers? Yeah. You ain't going nowhere. Especially I, you, girls. You're, you're going nowhere. Yeah. Probably more than likely. I mean, I'm sure it's hard for boys too, but. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was just thinking that'd be harder for girls. Harder for girls to make new friends. I don't know. <laughs> I've actually, I'm, I recant my statement. I do have a question. Not as drastic as relocation, maybe four hours away or three hours away right, or right. to a different state. But again, just going back to a recent form we had filled out online that the, it was just 30 minutes up the road, but it switched counties. And now the mom wanted to enroll the children in a different school. And dad was like, hell no. You know, so how do you guys address that? I mean, I know there's a lot of factors. So let's say that there is a custody order in place. Maybe it doesn't specifically address that issue. Like, oh how do you guys navigate that? We have to go to court to have the judge decide. Yeah, School decision. Yeah. Well, unless <laughs> if they have joint custody, you know, that becomes an issue. But you're going to have to have a court involved, I believe. So even if, and let's say you didn't want to change their school, you're 30 minutes, 45 minutes away now. How are you going to get them to their football practice? How are you going to get them to their dance? There are all sorts of things to consider and putting those children in a car for two hours a day, one way or the other. Think about, don't think about these People things. are selfish, like I said before. <laughs> they just are. I mean, I, mean like, I think it's just human nature. I yeah. mean, you know. It's not good for your kids. And so, yeah, you move. You want them to go to school in your district because it's closer to you and easier for you right. and harder for the other parents. Yeah, but, but like, I, w I was reading today, you know, because rents are going, especially in Wake County, the, there's an article about this woman. She moved to, to Cumberland County. Let's say you even moved to Sanford. Yeah. Because rents are cheaper. He's not paying enough child support and I don't get any alimony. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but that's probably not a basis that the court is going to allow you No, and especially if you're... If your case is in Wake County, Correct. I mean, the, these judges, they, they work and live in Wake County. They right. think Wake County is the best. So right. Why would they let your kids go to a different county? Right. A lot of people that I talk to, once you sit down and you have these conversations with them, they're not happy about it a lot of times, but they understand it. It's know? that ball and chain thing, you know, like you. Ball and chain. <laughs> the chariot and horse, maybe. No, it's like you're just tied. You're forever tied to this other person. Oh, the, oh no, I completely get that. You horse know. and chain. Or, horse, or and horse and carrot. <laughs> That's your talking about. No ball and chain. The ex. Okay, if you have kids with them, you're just like forever. Yeah, that's what you have to tell people. Yeah. Like, you're going to get divorced, but you are always going to be in this person's life because you got weddings, you got graduations, you got, you're always tied to the other person. Right. Absolutely. I know. I'm like, what decisions did <laughs> I make this past year? <laughs> <laughs> which always just lends itself to make sure you can talk to an attorney and you've got a sound court order because things are great until they're not when you're agreeing verbally and i literally just said today in, in a meeting i was like listen we get calls from folks that have either the other parent has made some stupid choices or we get calls from the person that's actually made stupid choices we can't fix stupid but we can take it to court or we can defend it in court exactly and ain't that some sh Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can visit us at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the exit strategy underscore podcast or email us at exit strategy at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. We'll be back next time with more no bullshit content about life, divorce, parenting, relationships, and everything in between. <laughs>